So hello and welcome to the first GUMS podcast of the academic year 2019-2020. Today we have the honor of welcoming Tanvi Panhali, an ex-University of Glasgow master's student in international strategic marketing. Um, she did a dissertation on carefully crafted on Instagram, presenting desired online self through offline changes. Welcome Tanvi, thank you so Hi. much for coming. nice to be here. Um, would you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, mm -hmm. uh, what you've done in the past? Sure. Kind of so um, I did my bachelor's at Heriot Watt University in uh, business and finance originally, and then I changed to marketing in my third year. Uh, then I did my master's at Glasgow Uni, and now I'm doing my PhD in marketing at Strathclyde. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and what, what exactly made you choose marketing as a career path? Um, so it wasn't on my radar at the beginning at all. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did like business and finance in my first two years. And then um, as a mandatory course, we had introduction to marketing in my second year. And we had to do an essay about what is marketing? Is it an art or a science? Oh. And like getting into that was interesting for me. And then all of a sudden, I, I realized that, hey, we don't just buy stuff that we buy just because we wanted like someone somewhere has decided that this product is going to be useful for this sort of consumer and things and that interested me so I took it I did made, change my major to marketing in my third year. So what do you think do you think it's not or a science? Oh it's both. It's actually. a bit of both. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like to see it as an art. <laughs> How come what do you think of the, the art part entails and what do you think the kind of scientific part um, entails. I, mean, I, I can understand why you think it's an art, because it's like related to like psychology and things like that. But at the same time, I don't think um, you could do the marketing research side of it without a little bit of science. Because sure. you sort of need to, you know, it's if you look at it quantitatively, you need to figure out, you need to experiment with consumers and things like that. So I think because of the marketing research side of it, you need to add a scientific element. Well, you as a yeah. PhD student have yeah. to be a bit, a bit biased yeah. to, the, to the scientific part of it all. Yeah. Cool. And um, we always like to ask the question, what is marketing for you, which you kind of answered, but do you have like mm. a one sentence answer to that question or anything mm. like specific when talking about marketing? Um, I think like you said, I am biased because of the PhD <laughs> thing, but I think it then marketing research is what, uh, market research actually is what defines marketing. That, that would be one sentence. Okay. If I elaborated a bit more, I would say it's because uh, you need to identify what consumers need and then like satisfy that need. And if you don't do that, and if you don't communicate that back to them, then you're not effectively marketing. So for me, market research is marketing. Yeah. Sure, so mm -hmm. for you it's also all about um, getting the consumer what, what they want. And yeah, I'm a bit inclined towards the consumer perspectives when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Are you doing something in that type of area um, in your PhD yeah, right my, now? Yeah, my PhD is about consumer perceptions on engagement and authenticity and using augmented reality at heritage sites. Wow. So it's, it, it, it revolves around consumer perceptions of engagement and authenticity. So it's, cool. I'm very consumer based. Yeah, yeah well I noticed that uh, also, I mean your, your master's topic, the same as your mm. PhD topic, they were both quite psychologically uh, yeah, I think, focused. I mean, with marketing, it's important to recognize people because you're selling to people. So how you can't exactly create a product and you can't sell anything if you don't know what it, it is that people want in the first place. Exactly. So that, that's, exa that's why I think I'm consumer biased. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, a lot of people are very scared of marketing because um, they feel like they're getting manipulated a little bit. Um, mm. I don't know, what, what do you have to say to those type of people? 
I, to an extent, I agree because I'm, I myself, I do come across ads that I realize that, hey, they've, they've put that specific word there because they know it'll appeal to consumers or it'll attract consumers. And so I, I do agree it can be manipulative, but I think consumers need to be aware of it and recognize themselves like if something is being sold to them that's unnecessary or what. So I, but I would agree it can be manipulative, yes. Yeah. I always think it's, uh, it's kind of great for a startup point of view. Mm -hmm. the whole marketing thing but then the big firms that can just spend money and money yeah they but everything. I mean with social media and everything I don't think you need as much investment anymore like I mean because I've I've been like reading about marketing for four years now in total and I've noticed the changes that I've come across in the way they're teaching marketing and before it used to be that yeah it's an it, it requires a lot of investment and all of those things and all of a sudden it's because of digital marketing it's changed that you don't actually need that much money to effectively market like sure. it's so I think like, for startups it's it's a really good thing with how uh, important and dominative online marketing is right now. Yeah. It's changed a lot in yeah. the last ten years. Exceptionally, I guess. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Which definitely. is which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, then let's get straight into your dissertation mm -hmm. because that was I found that really interesting how you kind yeah. of put the Instagram side of um, I mean the Instagram side and then real life and how yeah. people <laughs> just don't don't have kind of the mental capacity to kind of see the difference or that yeah I mean people don't um, like intentionally realize that they're changing their behavior because of social media and while during the research that actually happened a lot of participants responded and then they said that hey I've never thought of that but I do do that a lot yeah. like yeah like people don't, haven't realized how intertwined uh, social media is in day-to-day -day life in, in real life basically because we just think of it as something to spend time on or do some research or whatever but um, it, it, sort of, it sort of started to govern our behavior. One more question I really wanted to ask you is um, I always find that some things take extremely long without you realizing mm -hmm. it um, yeah. beforehand. Is there anything in your master's thesis that took a lot longer or was like a lot more challenging than mm -hmm. you thought it would be before? It. Yeah, so there were two things. One of them uh, was my lit review that took a lot longer than I expected it expected to. I was sort of working on it side by side for the whole three months because I was chipping away at things and removing unnecessary stuff. And I thought I would finish that pretty quickly because I, I knew the literature and I knew what I wanted to write. But um, it was because the topic was so broad that I had to keep producing it and removing things. And in my undergrad, I finished it in a month and that was amazing. Even though the, the project was a year long because I finished it so quickly, I just had an assumption that, oh, the lit review is easy to do, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, and the second thing uh, was the ethics approval process. That was, it, it's a one and a half month process that you have to go through with. And you can't start data collection unless you have that approval. So in a three month project, if one and a half months is sort of already gone then you don't have a lot of time so uh, ethics approval is something that you should probably do at the beginning um the yeah i mean my, my supervisor was uh, pretty good at that she sort of gave us a deadline uh, to submit it by this date so that you get it in time um it's the first thing you do when you you get your supervisor basically you discuss with them and everything and they help you out with filling in the form it's about a 20 25 page document to fill in and you have to give information about your research background and the sample size and everything and the kind of people that you're going to contact and what kind of approvals you need for that. Um, so it's, it's pretty easy to fill the form in, like it just takes about a week to fill it in. It takes a week to fill it in. Yeah, because you have to write like a little bit of literature, a little bit of 
methodology and all of those things. So sure. it takes it. It's okay. Week might be a long time to fill a form in, actually, but <laughs> but in comparison to how long it takes to get it back, like they say, it's a minimum of three weeks, and it it does take three weeks. I had friends who uh, the submission was like the sub dissertation submission was in two weeks, and they still hadn't gotten the approval because they submitted it late. So it's it's something you want to finish off at the beginning, definitely. Sure, that's that's great to know yeah. for them. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just well, the last question I wanted to ask is if there's any. Anything you wanted to tell those those that, that are writing their dissertations now? Anything, any last advice that um, that you'd want to give them? Um, I would. I mean, if if I'm not sure for undergrad if it, if this will help them, but for masters, I would say that um, note down the topics that interest you throughout the year, because um, you don't have a lot of time to write the research proposal and like if you decide then that I'm going to go back and look at all of my lecture slides and find a theory that interests me, then it's, it's difficult. But if you're sitting in class and you find, oh, that's interesting, that's an interesting topic, you can just note it down and then you have it to look back on when you have to write the proposal. So that that would help a lot, I think. Sure, yeah. to not down ideas. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming, Tanvi. I think that's um, that's just about the time there. Yeah. Um, that was great. Thank you. And it's fun. Yeah, we look forward to your presentation at the Grossman later. Yeah, sure. <laughs>